Market picks his pocket. In on Fane, the shot he scores! Let's check out some top shelf talent. Off the bar and in over the glove hand. Another rifle shot up to the upper right hand corner. That's a beautiful goal right there. Holy smokes. Top shelf! As we explore first round potential. From the Halifax Mooseheads, Nathan McKinnon. McKinnon through traffic. McKinnon goes down the Craig, it is our maiden voyage of tracking the draft, and uh, I thought the first player we should discuss in top-shelf talent is uh, a guy that, uh, you know, you know uh, his father very well. I know his father a little bit, but my wife grew up with his father. I'm talking about Jake Sanderson, who is the son of Jeff Sanderson, so it's kind of an all-in-the-family episode here on Canada Day. By the way, happy Canada Day as we're recording this on July 1st. Yeah, well, it's always uh, nice to celebrate Canada Day. Uh, I'm usually doing it in the studio as uh, Free Agent Frenzy gets ready to, uh, you know, take on the uh, the joys and the disappointments of the fan base, depending on who you sign or don't sign. So, you know, it's a very different Canada Day this year. But nonetheless, you know, uh, absolutely feel 100% fortunate to live in this great country. And uh, it's just... Uh, Another day that we can all celebrate together our, our good fortunes in our great country. So happy to be part of it. One thing I will add, you know, before we get talking about Jake Sanderson. Yep. Mark Gregg and Jeff Sanderson were drafted in the first and second round by the Hartford Whalers back in 1990. Isn't it kind of ironic? Wow. That, uh, you know, we're looking here 30 years later and their two boys, Jake, Jeff's son, and Ridley, Mark's son, are look to be first round. I mean, Jake for sure is a first round draft pick, and Ridley certainly to me is a first round draft pick. So, you know, isn't that isn't that something? Uh, you know, coming back all these years later. Yeah, it is amazing the amount I, I found this. You know, since I started doing the pipeline show way back when, when I was doing it with Guy, I just was amazed at the amount of. Um, the, the next generation of NHL stars, which I don't, I, maybe I just didn't pay close enough attention before, but it's just been on the rise in the last 20 years, I think. And, and maybe that's, uh, you know, with the advent of training and, and fathers training their sons. But uh, when we're talking about Jake Sanderson, um, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree when it comes to the skating ability, does it? No, it doesn't, Dean. And you, but here's the interesting thing, you know, Jeff was a winger and, uh, to say he was fast would be an understatement because he, he, he took fast to the highest level. And, and Jake is an excellent skater too, but he's a different excellent skater. And, you know, you know, one of the things in scouting, you, you know, we can sit here and say, oh, he's an excellent skater. Jake's an excellent skater. Jeff's an excellent skater. Their positions require a different style of excellence, a different type of excellence. So when we talk about Jake, you, you know, when I look at the, the feet work and, you know, the agility, the pivoting, the lateral mobility. He, he, he's got this subtle uh, nuance to, to be able to kind of get underneath an opponent with his skating and hold his leverage and just kind of take the puck away uh, from opponents or close the right. But his confidence in his skating allows him to make a significant impact with the puck, without the puck, beating pressure, in transition. and Jeff, you know, when he got the puck, could take off and back up defenders. Well, that's not required for a defenseman. And so 
when we talk about two excellent skaters and father and son, you know, Jake skating allows him to be an impact defenseman. And that's what he's going to be at the National Hockey League level with respect to a top, no question in my mind, he's a top pair defenseman. He's been a leader. The other thing, too, lucky for me, you know, Jake played some of his minor hockey in, in Calgary. Mm-hmm. And so I, I watched him as a bantam and as a midget, a little bit as a bantam, uh, a couple more times as a midget. But, you know, when, when, when you watch a player and then you watch how much he progresses uh, and, and see where he came from, it, it, it really is quite impressive because not only, not only is he matured uh, physically, but as a player, he's really matured. He, he steps out on the ice and he is a confident, confident player in his abilities and in his desire to make an impact on the game. Craig Button is joining us here on Tracking the Draft, and he joins us courtesy of the UFFS hotline. Check it out at uffsports.com, and you can get in the scouting game uh, yourself. So on Craig's list at tsn.ca, you have Jake Sanderson uh, ranked 12th. I believe he's the second defenseman uh, that you would have coming off the board behind Jamie Drysdale. So um, we, we we know now a few things about what, what makes Jake Sanderson uh, exciting. Maybe what are the things that is maybe keeping him from being a top 10 pick? Well, I will say this being like, just because I have him 12, I could easily have him six on my list. Sure. I really mean that. I really could. I mean, one of the things that uh, I think is important to, uh, to express is that, you know, I'm a huge believer that you have to get players into the right groups. Okay. So if you have the players in the right group, so let's, and you and I are working together and you say, Hey, Jake Sanderson should be six. I say he should be 12. If, if we look through all those players and we say they're in the right grouping and you have a defenseman, Jake Sanderson, and you have a center, Marco Rossi, and you have a goaltender, Yaroslav Skarov, and you have a winger, Lucas Raymond, right? You know, they're all, if you identify and go through the, the process of identifying what their strengths are, what you believe they can do at the National Hockey League level once they mature, I, it, it, it's not as simple as just saying, well, the eighth guy is better than the ninth guy. It, it, it Rarely, and I'm talking extremely rare, can you make those distinctions between those groups of players. And we could have that discussion and understand that, you know, despite, you, you know, a number being attached to, uh, to Jake Sanderson, I could easily have him higher. And I, I wouldn't argue with anybody if you say, I want this defenseman. Because top-pair defensemen, they're in demand. Mm-hmm. And when I go through this draft and I look at the top 12, 13 players, maybe even 14, all I see is quality. And when I say quality, top pair defensemen, first line forwards, a number one goaltender if you want one. They're, they're, they're different. They're not all the same. It would be nice if you could just say, okay, uh, you know, they're all place kickers. Who's the best place kicker, mm-hmm. right? But they're all different positions and they all offer something different. But you know, the one thing I would say about Jake, and having watched him for uh, so long, you know, a lot of, a lot of times when, when you watch a player, you know, the, the high, high, high-end defensemen, in my view, are the ones that can be prolific offensively. And, and that, I'm not talking Paul Coffey's prolific. I'm talking about contributing significantly on the offensive side of the, of the game uh, in terms of point production. That, that's not an end-all and the be-all, but... You know, those are the defensemen that I think end up being your number one defenseman because they do it all. Now, for me, when I watch Jake and, you know, watch him play, I think he's a contributor to the offense because he closes the play down in the defensive zone. He's outstanding in transition. He he makes sure that 
you know, opponents don't enter the zone easily. He can, you know, create turnovers. And he understands where the puck has to go. And, and I think that that allows him to be an exceptionally smart player and an exceptionally effective player. I'm going to say this to you. I've compared him to Josh Morrissey. I've compared him to Mark Edward Vlasic with respect to the type of player. Well, those are top pair defensemen. Those are very, very uh, uh, good defensemen. I will say this. If, if Jake has more offense than I've given him credit for, he might be more geared towards a Scott Niedermark type player. And, you know, teams very well may look at Jake and say, we think that the offense is going to be much better as he moves up levels. And, and, and if that's the case, because of skating, because of his subtlety in playing defense like Scott Niedermeyer played it, if that offense comes, watch out. You're going to have a number one defenseman. Uh, that is uh, impressive if that uh, can happen. And and you're right. Uh, you know, maybe I was looking at it wrong, but just because you have him 12th doesn't mean a team looks at him at 6, 7, 5, uh, you know, whether it's after Drysdale or, or, or not. You know, teams uh, that, that value that kind of a defenseman uh, may step step up earlier. Now, I, I, the one thing I love about when you evaluate a player is uh, you don't care if he's six foot five or if he's five foot six. If he can get the job done and if he, if he can withstand the pressure, uh, that's great. Uh, what do you think? Uh, what do you think about the size of uh, Jake Sanderson right now at uh, just over six feet and one hundred and seventy pounds? Well, here's what I would tell you, and, I, and I'm glad because I don't. I always I always say I don't scout with a tape measure. I, I'm watching the attributes that I think uh, are NHL caliber. I'm trying to project, uh, you know, with development, what their potential could be. But, you know, when when I watch Jake play, I I, I never leave going, geez, his size could be an issue. Geez, you know, I I wish he was a little bit bigger. It it might give him a little greater advantage. You know, six foot, five, 11, six foot one, doesn't matter to me with Jake. I mean, I've never once watched the game and watched Jake play and think that, uh, his size or physical stature is something that could that, that could be a deterrent from, from for him, and I feel that way right now. And again, I I think too much of the time, and I said this, the vast majority of mistakes in the NHL draft are on size. People over 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 overestimate the bigger player and underestimate the smaller player. And to me, there's nothing to underestimate about Jake. Or, um, doesn't matter to me about his height. Wonderful. Jake Sanderson is the uh, first player up for us in top shelf talent. Uh, he is ranked 12th on Craig's list from the U.S. National Development Program. Put up 29 points in 47 games last year. Terrific skater. And his father, Jeff, uh, is a former NHLer as well. This is a serious message. Craig Button joins us on the Ultimate Franchise Fantasy Sports Hotline. Become a scout and make money while providing prospects to the Ultimate Franchise Hockey League. What you talking about, mister? Pay that man his money. I'm your huckleberry. Check out the details at www.uffsports.com. It's serious. I like it a lot. I said we got a winner. UFFS, you own the game.